Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 303. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is an executive over from 1AZ Credit Union, and her name is Laura. I just want to say thank you to Laura for coming in. She was wonderful to talk to. We got to share some stories and examples that make 1AZ Credit Union different and just kind of get to know uh, financial relationships. And we're learning a lot about finances in our different episodes. So again, thank you to Laura. We hope that you guys go check out their bio and links that we post at each episodes. So go check those out. Go see what makes them different. And we hope that you guys are making some good decisions financially. And that being said, that we also hope that you go check out our website at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. All of our links are at Finding Arizona Podcast. That's social media wise, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to go check us out on our website, there's two places for you to go follow. One is the newsletter that is a little bit more of the official side going on. And the blog is a little bit more of the personal touch if you would like to know what's going on with our family and what my wife and I are doing with our new son Atlas you can go do so Um, thank you again for everyone joining us this is very very great to get to 303 we are moving along and we're chugging along and we have some new things coming down the line we hope that you stay connected with us we hope that you continue to follow us and that being said it now leads us to my favorite part of the intro which is the community corkboard if you have have an event or something that you want to shout out, you can go send us a line at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. It is where you will go if you want to go be a part of the show, if you want to sponsor the show. That is the place for you guys to go email blast, FindingArizonaPodcast at gmail.com. I have a couple of events for you guys to go check out. One is the Melrose Market Days in November. So the Melrose District puts on market events uh, in this November time, and it is going to start on November 28th. Uh, You can go check out two local markets in one day shop in open air at uh, over at Short Leash Hot Dogs and the Lyceum Park located in the heart of Melrose District, local vendors, food trucks and DJs and more. We hope that you guys enjoy that. And then our next event is Phoenix Thanksgiving Trivia Pub Crawl. Uh, There's going to be some prizes over here. This is taking place over at the Church Hill and it is going to be a $10,000 cash trivia contest and over $15,000 in total trivia prizes. If you'd like tickets, it's uh, it's a pub crawl thing. We hope that you guys enjoy that. And shout out to the Churchill for putting that on. APS is putting on an electric light parade, and it's done so for many years now. And it's going to take place Saturday, December 4th at 7 p.m. over in the downtown area. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoy this because it's a fun time for families to go check out uh, an outdoor light parade is a killer time i have to say it's really fun to check out i hope that you guys enjoyed that and that concludes our little community cork board remember finding arizona podcast at gmail.com send us a line of what events you want to check out or what you want to shout out and then again i hope that you guys appreciate all the episodes coming down every person is fantastic that we have in the next couple of episodes down the line and Again, we have a huge catalog for you guys to go check out. Please go do so. We keep the links open and available for you guys to go also connect with them as well. So thank you again to Laura. Thank you again to 1AZ Credit Union. I will catch all of you on the next one. Peace. Hey guys, Jose here. Big businesses have plenty of lobbyists. 
but these big guys aren't the ones that need help. Small businesses like the ones we feature on our podcast do. President Joe Biden cut taxes for families and small businesses instead of putting big corporations first by passing an aggressive economic rescue plan. Learn more about how the American Rescue Plan is helping small businesses by going to realstoriesrealvoices.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from 1AZ Credit Union, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you, Laura. Laura, welcome. Hey, Jose. It's so nice to be here. It's very nice to have you. Why don't you give everyone just a little bit of your title, give us the whole like 1AZ welcoming committee right now. Okay, awesome. So my name's Laura Rosella. Like Jose said, I've been in the banking industry for over 21 years now. Uh, my official title is Chief Retail Sales Officer. Awesome. So that means I manage uh, most things sales related in the credit union. So from the branches to nice. the call center, um, from our virtual sales team and our virtual nice. mortgage team. Uh, as well as our amazing consumer uh, retail lending support team, which makes sure that your loans get funded. That is so like you have a uh, a position where you hold many hats. You have to yes. be like this and like this and like this. And like, yeah, you're just all over the place. And um, I just want to, I just, I stated this in the beginning when we were first conversating off air. I want to say thank you. It is a Saturday. I want to let everyone know every time someone comes in here, what what they the the individual has to go through to come on the show. It's Saturday. It is the afternoon. I want to just say thank you again. You are someone who I I I tell everyone no one has to come on the show to have someone of your stature to come on the show and any individual who comes on the show. We just really love it. So thank you again, first off. This, I will ask you the first question that we've now asked everyone. Can you give us a little insight on how COVID has treated you, not only personally, but maybe professionally as well. How has things been going from the beginning and now as things have changed, how are they going now? Um, that's a great question, Jose. So, you know, I would tell you personally what COVID um, did is really, um, broaden my horizons around the safety precautions for the people that I love Got it. and, and taking those precautions seriously, making sure, you know, I hated wearing a mask. I'll be the first to tell you, but I wore it because it meant that I could protect my parents who yeah. were up in age or yes. my young babies that I got young, young kids at school. And so I wore that mask diligently yes. and, but it made me more conscientious just of how, as a human, as a person, we have to protect each other and we have to love each other for all the flaws, flaws. Um, but really we have a responsibility to protect each other. And then Absolutely. professionally, I'm so proud of our organization and what we did. Yes. Um, you know, when, when COVID hit, we kind of, we rallied together as an executive team and we had three priorities. Number one, how do we keep our members safe? How do we help them continue with their banking needs and keep them safe? How do we keep our associates safe? And then how do we keep our organization safe? Um, and, and so we focused on those three things. And we came out of this, um, and I would say, I don't know that we're out of it, but we're on the upward swing, um, uh, roaring and engaged and, yeah. and glad to be a part of the community and proud of what we've accomplished. We never missed a beat. 
We never missed a beat being able to serve our members. We never missed a beat in helping our members when they needed help, when they couldn't make their payments because they were out of work. Yeah. Um, we stepped up and, uh, and met them where they needed us to be. And we're really, really proud of that. And so I, right. I look at 1AZ and, and yeah, I'm a light with pride on what we've been able to accomplish. I'm very glad. I'm very happy to hear this. This is all great starts to our conversation. I just really am um, excited to have, again, I, I am a member of, you know, Phoenix and a member of this, uh, this, you know, this city and to recognize a bank like yours and, and, uh, you know, understand that you are representing this, you know, entity. And uh, it is quite an entity that is known uh, throughout the Valley. I just really am impressed that you have taken um, such a dark time in, in a place like the COVID time and to really rally around your individual teams and, you know, your business and all of that, just to kind of hope and wish and just make things better for the community at large. So thank you um, for being able to make those things happen and to implement those new safety protocols. The one thing that I always um, like to ask before all of this went down was, can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how you came into the finance world? Oh, that's funny. That's a funny story, Jose. So uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't tell this story very often, but okay. I'll tell it because I feel like you and I, we, I we've connected from the beginning. So Thank I'm you. a completely accidental banker. Um, wow. Yep. I graduated college with a degree in marketing, set off into the ventures of the world. And I did event marketing. So traveled coast to coast five or six times. I've visited 40 something states. I can't even tell you how many cities. Um, and my aunt at the time worked for First Union Bank and she was getting ready to go on a cruise. Mm -hmm. And if she sent a resume in and they got an interview, she got $500. So she sent, this was back when, you know, if people, they still encourage, um, yeah. Uh, referrals, right? Yeah, yeah. So she sent my resume in. First Union called me. I had no idea. I just happened to talk to the recruiter. <laughs> and um, the next thing you know, they offered me a job and my aunt got the money, set sail on nice. her cruise. And, and I became a banker. Uh, and I started, no, no lie, January 18th of 2000. My offer letter was contingent upon Y2K. And it said in that letter, should the world come to an end, please do not report to the Wedgwood Square branch. I kid you not. That's a true story. Uh, but luckily, you know, 2000, year 2000 came around. We celebrated. The world didn't end. I landed in a banker position and the rest is history. And I love what I do every day. Wow. Wow. What a way to take it back to, to make it... <clears throat> And to put it into perspective for those those listening out there, like Y2K was like the big thing then. Like it yeah. was it was seriously like a moment in time. And we were all scared. We were all worried. And it, it went it went by like that. Like it, we yeah. were counting down. Literally, people were counting down, waiting for this to happen. And like zero struck and nothing happened. And we just went to work the next day. Like, OK, yeah, we just showed up. Here we yeah. go. Let's Here we this. go. Yeah, I guess we're going. <laughs> So, wow, I have met, you know, I've had conversations with individuals who, you know, in whatever they do, it's like, 
some of the stories we've heard are like, you know, family business, family run business, or someone who has an interest in what they do, or never anything of my aunt put me said, Hey, I need help. Like, I'm just going to throw this at you. Good luck. luck. (laughs) Nothing like that. That is incredible. You know what? And kudos to you to, you know, take something and run with it. That says a lot about you as an individual too. It's, it's, to just take something like that and, and take it where it is today. It's wonderful. I, I kudos and congratulations from what that story started out with. Thank you. Well, you know, I, 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 what I learned was that I love people and I believe in the banking world, we're in the business of making dreams come true. Awesome. And, and that, that starts with getting to know every single person um, that you get to come in contact with. And, and that's what I learned very quickly that I was good at. And so awesome. it just fits. And it's been a wonderful career. That's, that's really incredible. I love hearing that. And one of the things that I just, I find it so refreshing that you would be able to just really evolve and really yeah. t- take yourself to the next level in that set. And so I will now ask you kind of like through this evolution, you know, what is the biggest takeaway from the finance world that you've learned in your experience and your years here you know, um, one of the things that we need to highlight is that you guys are coming up on your 70th, 70th anniversary as, a, yes. as a company. So, you know, maybe you could teach me something about the differences in what makes you guys different versus some of the other banks around Arizona. Okay, sure. So, you know, I get asked that question a lot because my, my early career started with big banks and then transitioned into the credit union world. So people ask me all the time, like, what's the difference? Yeah. And, and I would I would boil it down to two things, right? So first of all, in, in, in the credit union space, um, we are part of a cooperative. So mm-hmm. when you join the credit union, you're not a shareholder, you're a member because Got you're it. a part owner in our credit union. And so, you know, the old saying kind of says is we put people over profits. It's true, right? In the credit yeah. union space because you're a member and, yeah. and we want you to be a part of that. The second thing is, in most credit unions, the decisions are local, um, especially with 1AZ. If you apply for a loan with us today, Jose, that underwriter sits uh, one floor down from me and and, and across the hall. You know, your loan is getting shipped off to Minneapolis or Florida or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, San Francisco. It's right here. And that's true for business decisions, right? So when we're looking at small businesses and being able to approve their loans, our chief lending officer sits two doors down from me and, awesome. and he's fantastic. And yeah. so, you know, these decisions get made locally with the member and the community in mind because okay. credit unions have a mission, right? Every yeah. credit union has its own mission. Our mission at 1AZ is we exist to truly improve the lives, of the members, the associates, and the communities we serve. That's it. Everything we do gets measured against that mission. And if it doesn't align with that mission, we don't do it uh, nice. because we don't have to worry about the shareholders or whatever. We, we yeah. put our members at the center of everything we do. And, and that is the biggest difference is, is the culture and what we stand for. I love that. I love, um, you know, I love the hearing of the culture and, and just it makes me feel connected because, again, that's what as an individual who, ha- you know, I'm starting to learn as I grow and get, you know, older and and wiser, as they say, you know, um, my finances, I never really learned about my financial 
you know, realm, my, who I am financially. And so as I'm learning, as I'm getting older, I, I had my first bank account with Wells Fargo when I turned 15, 16, my mom had to help me sign up for that. When I transitioned into college, I went into, you know, the college banking route where they give you a college, you know, and all of that. So it wasn't until I got out of college is where I started to really question my connection or my association to um, a bank or to this kind of lender or someone who I'm valuing as an entity for my finances. It wasn't until that it, that I started to realize there's other paths and other opportunities that treat me different and better, or even just the way I want to be exclusive or want to be treated as a business or as an individual. That's, that's the things that I'm learning, starting to learn now. And so to have this conversation, to be able to even talk to someone in a higher position like this is making me feel better and better because with that understanding and that connection, I feel like I could tell you anything or I could divulge, you know, everything and anything yeah. to you because that makes me feel like you care enough to want to sit down with me and have this conversation. That makes me, okay, I can do this. I can uh, open up. And I, I want to say thank you again. Um, yeah. Let me ask you about this. There's a couple of things that we need to hit. One of the things that um, I would like to hit too is just kind of how great your business is as a whole. I'm reading here too is like you guys are number six in healthiest workplaces in how America. Cool that? That's that is, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And to and that shows again a testament to your team, to yeah. you as an individual leader. I just again tell us, give us why something like that is so important to you as the leader and to have that number be influenced, be a part of your team's psyche. Well, that, that success is solely attributed to our amazing um, chief administrative officer, Michael Emanuele, and his fabulous HR team and our associate awesome. engagement team led by Lori Peterson. Um, awesome. They do, it, it, what they would tell you, and I'm gonna speak for them for just a minute, Okay. They would tell you the reason why that's so awesome is because it's just part of our culture. It's just what we do. Awesome. Again, if you go back, I'll go back to that mission statement. Like I said, we exist to truly improve the lives of the members, the associates, and the communities we serve. Associates mm -hmm. are in there. And so how do we improve the lives of our associates? We teach them healthy habits. We reimburse them for um, exercising and going to the gym. We offer healthy snack options in our uh at headquarters at our downstairs nice. break room. Nice. You know, we, we encourage people to drive together to work in car shares for the environment. Um, we have a, we had just last week, we had a mobile mammogram on site um, for women who, are, you know, as a woman, we never take time for ourselves. So that was encouraged throughout the organization. We have um, flu shots on site. Again, it's all of these things that demonstrate to our associates, we care about you. We love you. We want you to be a part of this team and, and your health is important to us. And then, you know, we work really hard with all of our partners in insurance to provide affordable health insurance for our associates. And it's one of the amazing benefits that we have. And, mm -hmm. and you know, like I said, uh, our chief administrative officer and our associate engagement team and all of our H HR team, 
they embody our culture every single day. And they're always talking about what can we do to make our members feel special, our associates feel special, and how can we give back to the community? So it's a great place to be. And you'll see, if you ever come by here, you'll see people doing laps around the headquarters. Oh, awesome. (laughs) I I would love to come by. I would, I actually think that that's, what you're divulging here to us is just kind of just a little bit of nuggets to the inside of what your team and your, your, your culture, like you said, it's just really great to hear that. I, you know, I, I work from home, so I I can just uh, say like, I'm doing the best I can here. But when I used to work in an office, I, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted that my team to feel healthy and my team and everyone and the culture to feel excited to come to work and feel happy to be here. So that's something that I just really great. I find great and fantastic and what you guys are doing, just really incredible. And that bleeds into the work that bleeds into the, the, what, how you guys end up developing your own business and and increasing. uh, I imagine just, whatever you guys have your eyes set on. Um, I think one of the things that I think you have set on is uh, community impact grants. If we can oh, yeah. touch on that and, and kind of understand that a little bit more, uh, that's something that you guys have in the works. And if you want to give me a little bit more insight, um, please do so. I will gladly. So thanks to Deborah Pearson, who's our chief marketer and brand experience. She runs our foundation Um, Jose. And so let me tell you a little bit about the foundation. So, you know, one of the things that we do is with the foundation, we're always looking for ways to give back to the community. Um, A really cool thing about the foundation today is it looks for opportunities on nonprofits through grants and through assistance programs. And so you may think, well, how do they get their money? So remember me going kind of back to what, what a, a cooperative is. So you're a part of a member yeah. um, uh, with our organization. So every time you swipe your debit card with us, one cent goes into our foundation. Oh, and, awesome. and it's beautiful, right? You're, you're by going to the gas station, you're in essence giving back to your community. And so Deborah and her team take that money and they launch programs like our community grant assistant program where we give um, our branches and our associates go out into the community and look for nonprofits that they can partner with throughout the year. They do a write-up on the nonprofit. The nonprofit has to apply for the grant and they could receive up to $2,000 um, because they're a fantastic nonprofit and we want to partner. Awesome. That's and, awesome. And, yeah, it, it's great. And then you know, another example of some of the, the foundational grants that we give, right? Because remember, I said there's the community grants and then there's foundational grants. Yep. We've done Meals on Wheels in Phoenix. We've nice. done IMU 360 in Tucson. We've done um, High Risk Humane in Flagstaff. Nice. Uh, and Junior Achievement are just a few of the nonprofits that we've recently been able to, to help and to engage with. This is really great. You guys are doing... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you guys are doing really great work, and it sounds like it's just really, it's it's incredible to hear what you've been able to achieve, and and just the idea of like this being a a, a small credit union or a smaller credit union, yeah. and it's just it's incredible to me that the 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 effects of what people associate as smaller, what you guys are doing on a grandiose scale in the community. I think that that's just, 
it's so it's so to me it's like why call it that it's like you guys are somehow they're downplaying you or just putting you guys down but i feel like you guys have made such a big effect on the community at large and i hope that that's received on your end with it is and you know they'll say it's small but mighty right that's us and you know and i'll tell you uh, since 2015 we have given over our foundation has given over six hundred thousand dollars back to the community and that's powerful um that's that's impactful that's real money getting put back into arizona communities today um and that makes a difference and and we're really proud of that so yeah can I ask you, are you originally from Arizona? <laughs> it's it's Good okay. Question. Yeah, I love I love asking this question because also this kind of shows the individual like how they got here. I want to hear yes. this. Yeah, I know. It's one of the first questions that I get asked usually when I meet someone. Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from North Carolina, born and okay. raised uh, in the South. Um, nice. I lived there and, and until my late 20s. And, and so really? the accent is here to stay. Close to Raleigh, yeah. It's a small town um, called Siler City, North Carolina. If you watch Mayberry and Aunt B, Mm -hmm. got it. Okay, okay. I just I I don't know the area too well. I I know you know Raleigh and just kind of the salt the other larger cities, but I do know Mayberry and I do know that the the is it her grandmother or is it the mother is. What's her name again? Aunt Tree- B is the grandma. Aunt B, there we go. Yeah, there we go. She was always the one with the apple pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I was um again. I I like to ask this question because it shows like your roots. There's a little bit. It, 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 I always like to say we get the best from all around the the, the nation. We get. I feel like it's just so. And I don't know if you feel the same way about like the Arizona community. There's something special about it. There's something that unique. And I feel like, A, one part of it is that we get such great individuals from other states. But B, it's like, I feel like there's a strong community here of natives who are from here that really just appreciate the state that they live in and the the place that they live in. This is a very unique state that has a lot of opportunities all up and down the state. Um, I think it's something very beautiful to appreciate and love. I just, that's my opinion, that's my soapbox. But have you, what have you learned living here and the difference between you know carolina here but like what what is the most thing that you've learned from this community um i would say arizona embraces diversity and, and inclusion and so you know people when when we had been here over three and a half years and like i said it's the first thing people ask me where are you from ah. <laughs> you know obviously i have a southern accent okay. um, yeah, i love it and but they're asking me not in a degrading or let me point out your flaw type mm-hmm. of question. They're genuinely curious about where I'm from because they want to learn about who I am so that they can include me. Yes. Um, so that they can. Oh, so they, they look Arizonans look for connections because mm-hmm. it, it's it's such a diverse state and lots of people are moving here. Lots of people are from here originally, yep. Yep. but we're just kind of I don't know melting pot of people with the love of the desert and the and the enjoyment of what we take from each other and so i found um arizonans to be welcoming to be encouraging to be um insightful and into what holds for our future 
And um, yeah, we, we, my husband and my family, we love it here. We absolutely oh, great. love it. I love yeah. it. I love, and I hope that your, your kids have the Southern accent too. <laughs> I hope <laughs> that they do, but it's just I, one of the, it's just one of those things I like. I love hearing the stories. I love that you, you know, you enjoy being here and it really does make me feel good. Like I want to continue that. If I can make a difference in just continuing that culture and continuing that uh, mentality, uh, I, I just really want that. I want to continue. I think it's forward. great. I think it's one of the great things that makes your show so special, Jose, oh, as well, is, is the way you care about people. Oh, I appreciate it. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to jump into um, some stuff, some personal things with you. I hope you don't mind. I, oh, I genuinely cater this way uh, in our conversation. Um, one of the things that I like to ask is any routines that you like to keep, you know, there are things that I like to ask um, other entrepreneurs like meditation, reading, oh, yeah. um, exercise, anything that you like to keep in your daily routine that kind of keeps you on track or stable um, in life. Oh, great, great question. So yes, yeah, so I'm up early every morning between 4.30 and 5 every day. Wow. Um, I'm a strong believer that early bird uh, gets the worm. You got to wake up or eat your frog first or whatever saying you need to get yourself up and going. You should <laughs> nice. do it. Um, and then I have, a I have a cup of coffee and I just take some time to assess all the things that I'm thankful for. And, you know, when I do that, it just centers me. So it, it's, it's somewhat of a meditation, yeah. um, but it's more just like, I am so thankful to be here, to wake up this morning, to be yeah. sipping this cup of coffee, and I am ready to take on this world. I love it. Um, and then I go down my exercise pants on and, and I go and I exercise for a good solid hour. Um, nice. And, and then I, um, I make sure that I spend 20 minutes or more with my kids in the morning because Beautiful. they're the reason I do what I do. And Beautiful. so we talk about what did they dream about? What are they going to do today? Um, and, and then I rush off to the shower and, and put my face on and get ready for the day. Beautiful. But those, that time frame from when I think about my thankfulness um, to when I get to engage my body in exercise, and then I get to engage my heart with my kids. It goes back to that, uh, when I think that body, mind, and spirit, right? When yes. those three are in sync, uh, life is good. Yeah. And, and so that's what I try to engage most days. I'm not perfect. Good, goodness gracious. Yeah. So there, there are days when I hit the snooze button five times. <laughs> Uh, but most of the time I'm up and I'm at it because when, when those three things are in line, I bring my best to work every day. Good. Um, and, and that's important to me as well. No, I, I 100% agree with you. I am, I'm still getting the hang because little man's, you know, still oh, learning yeah. his sleep routine, but you know, one of the biggest things that I keep in my routine is just, I'm a runner. I like oh, to yeah. run. So, you know, go out in the morning get, get my, my route in and just have that. And then also, you know, take that 20 minutes to, you know, either be up with him and, and have breakfast with him and, you know, do appreciate that time with my wife while she's here with us and before she goes to work and yep. spend that quality family time together. So definitely agree with you on that. And I just, again, I like asking these questions because one, I get to learn a little bit about you and what sure. you do on your daily routine, but two, it just really does get a, a connection involved with um, entrepreneurs of all alike. Cause 
the finance world, um, talking with uh, uh, another banker, it, it's different. It's it's very um, unique in the sense that like the pressures and the the things that you have to go through, and especially being a community bank, you guys hold a lot of connections to individuals and their businesses. You guys hold closely close ties, meaning that you know the families, you know the individuals, you know what they're going through. And sometimes it's just, it gets hard when there's a period where your hands are tied with COVID being what it is and you, you know, things have to be what they are business-wise. It's hard to, you know, put that connection behind for business. And sometimes, you know, that has to be, but I understand that you guys are so closely tied to your customers. And I just really, again, I can really attest to the appreciation to a smaller bank and what you guys have to go through as individual business owners and, you know, what you have to do with your team and all of that. I can really um, empathize, you know, some of the hardships and some of the struggles that you guys uh, may ultimately have to deal with behind scenes. So, um, you know, kudos to you guys. Heads up. uh, I just want to also ask this question for the future of the business of 1AZ or yourself, what can we kind of see or anticipate? You know, there are things going on today that are helping us get out of this dark place of COVID and uh, that stuff. What can we start to see with you and what you guys are doing behind scenes? And then what are you guys looking forward to in the future? So, you know, here's what I tell you. 1AZ is going to continue to grow. And we came out of COVID, like I said, kind of like you know, up and to the right, growing um, because we paid special attention um, to how can we serve our members. And we're going to continue to do that. We're going to continue to grow. Um, yeah. We know that when we grow, we can give more back. It's that, it's that cooperative yeah. type of thing, right? So, um, you know, last year we had some of the highest growth in membership that we'd ever have. This year, we're expected to have even higher um, because we're going to make sure that we're even in the community even more. Uh, we're going to make sure that we're focused on brand awareness so that people know who we are. Um, you know, someone said once, oh, you're the best kept secret. We don't want to be a secret. We want That's everybody- what you're here for. This is what this podcast is. We're going to get you guys out there. We're going to we want this to be big. We want yes. it to grow. We don't want to be a secret. I want everybody in, in Arizona to know that we have some of the best car rates in Arizona. Yes. Um, we do. And, you know, for new cars, it's 1.7. For used cars, it's uh, 2.74. For home equities, it's 2.7. Uh, nice. These are amazing rates. And so these are great numbers. By they're, the way. Uh, they're, and it's part of our 70th anniversary giving away. But even if it wasn't our 70th anniversary, and I can tell you about that too, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, we are still the market leader in rates 98% nice. of the time. And people yeah. come to us and they go, oh my gosh, why did I not know about this? And, and so that's going to be our biggest, um, our biggest goal, our biggest opportunity is to spread the word about all credit unions because all credit unions in, in Arizona are great. Now, I'm partial to 1AC, rest assured, <laughs> right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I definitely have my favorite, but we're all good. And we all serve a mission. And that mm. is, again, to, to improve the lives of our members. And so mm. we can do that. And that's what you're going to see more of in a bigger way for 1AC in the future. Awesome. And I, I, again, I, 
again, I ask these questions in the, and as someone who, again, is financially learning about himself and his uh, potential to use his finances to um, work for him, not yeah. the other way around. And so, you know, learning about individual credit unions, banks, and all of this is just, I ask all the little silly questions because I am like just a normal customer who probably has zero insights into you or your business or anything like that. And just curious, I I probably ask this question if I was just someone coming in and asking you if someone, if someone led me to your office and said, here's our lead person, you know, you can ask him whatever you want. This is this is me coming to you as an individual. So thank okay, you again for answering. I know I get I asked all my questions. This is the whole podcast. But again, fire away. Yeah, right. fire away. And I love it. I love your attitude is that fire away. And so thank you again for making me feel so special in making me feel like I'm number one. Cause I imagine Absolutely. that's how you make every one of your customers feel. So I hope that anyone listening out there to this episode will we'll take the opportunity to, if they're curious or if there's any questions or if you want to you know, find yourself in a different situation, please find your way to 1AZ. Ask a question. Ask, yeah. an, ask an individual team member. Ask someone there. They will guide you in the right direction. I have no doubt because Laura's behind the wheel over there <laughs> and her team's doing great work. So uh. This is coming to the end. I like to, I like to end um, our conversations with you promoting the business and where they and anyone can find you yeah. um, if they want to email you personally. You can do that if you want to divulge that. But it, uh, I would really like it to have a phone number or an address where people can go to or in a website, anything like that. Please promote One uh, AC. Yeah, I will, Jose. And, and and I do have I do have to tell you, like I said, our new autos are at one point seven. Our used auto, I have a correction. Uh, it's 1.9, not, not, not two. You're, like you are, ma- you tried, you're, I, I, you're trying to play this off really well. I, it was 2.7 before. Now it's I know it's 1.9. I just looked at my notes. I got my numbers mixed up. I apologize. And then, like I said, our HELOCs, we got a 12 month introductory rate at 2.7, which is awesome. But here, here's you the deal. Are awesome. We want, we want everybody to follow 1AZ. And so we're on all the social media flat platforms. So you've got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that. And you can always find us at www.1azcu.com. Uh, and, you know, anyone's welcome. If you, if you, if you have any questions and you want to reach out to any of our branches, all of our branches have websites online. We have online appointment scheduling that you can set up at your fingertips on your mobile device and go in and talk to any one of our bankers. Um, we will walk you through a needs assessment to understand where you're at, and we'll meet you where you're at and, and partner together to ultimately improve your life. I just want to say, again, from someone who, again, is just a normal guy coming to you, like, I, I have this podcast I started five years ago, and I just, again, I'm so amazed that banks, people like your status, vice presidents, people who are interested in our little podcast that want to be a part of this community and, and feel like our podcast is doing that. So you yourself have made me feel incredible just by being on our show. I hope that others will go to you to feel that same appreciation to 1AZ 
uh, please go let everyone listening and before we go ladies and gentlemen you can hear every episode of our podcast at findingarizonapodcast.com all of our social media is under finding arizona podcast that's uh facebook instagram and twitter last but not least if there's a place that you want to go become a super fan patreon.com slash finding arizona is the place to go do it there is bonus content available for you there and with that we say good night uh goodbye to laura over here and before we go Every time we say goodbye, we say kisses, hugs, and belly rubs to all of you listening. Good night, everyone. Good night, Laura. Thank you, 1AZ. Bye-bye, y'all.